Shut up and sit down. Welcome to the Absolute Worst Podcast. I'm Wilson Royer. And I'm Dana Powell. Each week in our show, we seek and give free therapy by telling you our problems, asking you to tell us your problems, and we just pray to God that any of it works out. We're basically the opposite of Oprah. But. <laughs> Is there a but? Because our introduction was really I, not So many things are happening. And okay. it's hard for me when we have a guest. because you get I just, excited. I get super excited. I just want the intro to be over with. And then I know I have to say several words. And then they're just sitting there. And they want to say words as well. Mm-hmm. But I feel like... I'm kind of like Oprah today because you know how she gives like her favorite things out. Yeah. So we're going to do that. Oh. Um, And then you know how she like has people on that know things. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Well, we're going to do that. Okay. So we have a guest today. Uh, This is sometimes people come on and they're friends with Dana. Sometimes they're friends with me. Sometimes Uh we don't even know them. And sometimes they're friends with both of us. Today, Dana's friend, Jillian Bell, ladies and gentlemen. Hi. 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 Welcome. Real close to the microphone. Get inside the microphone. Oh, my God. Do you want your chair scooted? No, I'm just going to lean. Do you want our intern to move your chair in? Sarah. Sarah. Do that to Sarah. (laughs) Sarah. Sarah, please move my chair in. So, actually, this is, I have a lot of things i want to unpack about you jillian Great. because as jillian i've told Bell you is one of the best people ever oh that's so nice i love her Sweet. so much so i'm how, a huge I, fan and i also love her dearly and how long have you guys known each other you. deep love gosh how um, long have we known each other now oh my gosh it's got to be 2006 or 7 oh yeah. wow yeah so f- 20 yeah. years 25 years <laughs> coming up this april 25, <laughs> years. 25 years so you guys have known each other for a long time we have not yet. and you met through the groundlings correct yes okay great so now you're a young person how old are you sarah 28 29 how old are you i'm about that age no you're no i'm 34 <laughs> but you're a young person i'm youngish I'm, I'm at the age where everyone's asking me if i'm freezing my eggs but oh yeah. no you're not no i am a hundred percent shame are like for yeah totally. what's up with Shit. you no new guys you gonna freeze them what? oh oh I would punch that person in the Me face. Me too. Uh, it's a thing. Yeah. Jesus. Well, the reason that I'm talking about how young you are is because you've done many things. Oh, she's oh, very thanks. successful. You've done a lot of things for such a young person. Yeah. So I think this is the timeline. So you guys met at Groundlings. Yes. And then maybe you were on Sunday Company together. We were. Yes. And then you went to SNL to be a writer. Yes. From mm-hmm. Sunday Company. Exactly. Right. So at some point, I think I saw you perform there because we have a mutual friend, Ryan, who was just on this show, Gall. Yes. No, I don't know why. Maybe you're in a sh- you're just in a show with him, potentially. Yeah, because... That must have happened? They, well, we were all in Sunday Company together. Yes. And oh. then Jillian and Ryan were both in Mainstay. That must be it, because I know you... When I saw your show... I don't remember what happened, but you something. Ha- oh, I know what it was. You must have been at Ryan's last set of Sunday Company. That was probably it. Like mm-hmm. I was in the audience, like sad because. But some I feel of like you, you made were a graduating, s- right? Yeah. And then yeah. I went back into Sunday after after SNL. we were gone. Got it. Because yeah. I just remember you were like making a speech, and I feel like you were referencing that you had just come back from SNL. Oh, okay. So oh, it, it wasn't like I saw the show. Like that's just what I. I think that's what happened. Interesting. Oh, it's hard. I must have a good memory because Dana like doesn't. She was even... at like our Pixies or that's something for, for the one for that the, when Ryan left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It I was all speeches. True. Yeah, then that and was it was the just Pixies. us. Okay, yeah, the, the celebration. Party. I was at the Pixies. It's like the 
what do you call that? Why like, are they called the pixels? I don't know. <laughs> There's a reason that they explain to us. I don't remember I it. Don't remember okay, it. Right. I'm losing all my memories, by the way. Oh, I and just, I need to freeze my eggs. Apparently. No, oh my gosh. <laughs> so, uh, so that all happened. You were in Groundlings. You went to write on SNL. Yes. Then you came back, and now you've just been on every show that's ever been created. Yes. Huge you superstar. were on Workaholics. Workaholics happened. You after did. That. Wait, don't. You did Rough Night. You did this crazy big movie, and things happened on it. I mean, you're just like living your best she, life. At this and point. Charlotte Newhouse had idiots. Yes, idiot sitter, which yes. you want, which yep. is one of the things that everyone puts their hopes and dreams on because it started off as a digital yeah. web series. It was, and yeah, became a show. It was, mm-hmm. and it was one of those two that, like, every step along the way, Comedy Central was really sweet and supportive, but like we're not sure about that one. And we're like, great, we'll write it. And then they were like, we handed it to them. They're like, super funny. We're not sure we're going to put it on the air there. We're like, cool, can we do it as a web series? Yeah. And then they were like, we love it. Can you do it as a second season? We're like, no, we think it should be a TV show. And they're like, well, let's part our ways. Love it. And then they came back and said, you guys were right. Let's let's do it as a TV show. So fun. And, you know, they were always super supportive. It just maybe wasn't feeling like the right thing in their lineup yet. And then finally it was. Yeah, I love that. because we love anybody it's not certainly just actors that listen to the show it's people doing everything that people do but yeah i we've talked so much about like if you feel strongly about something or you're doing something and you love it just to just keep doing just it which do sounds it. like exactly 100%. what would happen with you which yeah. i love that yeah jillian is from las vegas yes which we just had our Las vegas intern write in yeah the so, last episode we yeah had we're trying to start vegas. a matchmaking site I knew this was oh, coming I, up <laughs> Oh, this person my in Las gosh. Vegas is Except looking it's a for woman. A I don't Yeah. It's a woman looking for a a boy. A man. man. Yeah. Uh-huh. Sorry, you're not her type. And what what is she looking for? Well, we don't know. We asked her to write back in. I don't in. think we should get involved. I have consistently joked on our show because like somebody'll write in a problem and then somebody else later will do something and I'll be like, "Oh, I feel like this problem and this problem they should go together." Oh my gosh, like hooking them up. Yes. Yeah, no. no, Dana hates I this like idea, that. but I've been pushing it and then recently Las Vegas intern wrote us and said, "I also really like that idea." So I said to her, "You should write a little bio about yourself. I'll read it on the show." No, I'm gonna. I'm literally Jillian gonna is help people. No, I'm shaking my head married. because I'm like maybe this. I can't tell if it's the best idea or the it's worst. It's the best idea. idea. It's the worst because you're hooking people up through their life problems. Yeah. Well, right. Yes, oh, you're right. Good point. <laughs> so it's really like, strong point. I'm really needy, and it's like I've never had. I don't know. It just yeah. But mm. what if it's also like the because people also answer each other's questions true so it's like this guy wrote back to this so there's one couple that i like to claim that i connected she didn't i didn't (laughs) but they both listen to the show and they both write in and they both like us and they sent a picture of them so i posted on our instagram and said that they're the cutest they're the best yeah i want to see them well we'll show you and maybe i didn't hook them up initially sarah come on what are you doing (laughs) Maybe I didn't hook them up initially, but it's possible that I'm keeping them together. No. How? (laughs) Do you know what I mean? I like you so much already. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so back to Jillian. Yes. She's also been in huge movies. Oh my gosh, look how sweet. Can you stand it? Can you fucking stand it? Oh my god! I am the reason they're together. That's they're so happy. I know. I know. Dana, did you put this together? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, Jillian's also been in big movies. Do you have some, you have something big coming up? Right? What do you have coming up? Um, I just did a movie called Britney Runs a Marathon. Oh. And it's my first indie film. Ooh, a little nice. bit on the drama side. Yes, and, we love that. Yeah, and it was um, life-changing shooting it. Why? It was just... Uh, it, it deals with women's issues a lot, okay. a lot of body issues. Yes. Oh, my God. And we're going to so, be the first ones to see it. Yeah, we will. I mean, we honestly, will. Honestly, I want to do a screening with all uh, my favorite ladies and yeah. just yes. see you have to. what they think. Yes. Because it's so deeply personal, and Ooh. I did not write it, but I'm like, I just read it and was like, I don't want any other woman doing this. Wow. wow. Like, I was like, I don't want any um not to i'm not gonna pick a celebrity but you know women who will gain weight for the part totally like like, yeah i've been through this journey i literally lost the exact same amount of weight as the woman it was based off of wow wow it was uh it was incredible and I and I started running because the Britney runs a marathon. I put Britney. So dad, wow, it's, it's crazy. I'm, I'm so exci- excited to see it. Yeah, I'm, excited. I'm really excited. Yeah. yeah. Um. There's. I, this always happens because there's like so much that I want to say. <laughs> so I I know you have a really incredible T-shirt line, and I just want to put that there oh, because yeah. I want to get back to it. Okay. We're gonna get back to it but before we get there. Dana had a fish named after you. No, a no, frog. A frog. Right. Frog. <laughs> Keep going. Yeah. Uh, named after me and, um, and Sarah. And, yeah, Sarah Baker. And Sarah Who Baker. Who was also on this show. Yeah, Sarah Every Baker. We have a goal this year to get everybody that Dana's named an animal after. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> so we're pretty stocked for the next three years. How many years. episodes do we have? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. was, was, did we both give it to you or did I Here's, just give it to you? You did, but Sarah rode with you, so she <laughs> felt like... She was That's like such a fun Sarah Baker. Such story. a Sarah Baker. She's like, it's she's from like, the both of us. It's from both of us because I rode with her. That's hilarious. Like literally, that's what she said. Yes. So I named the frogs Jillian and Sarah. Right. And are they dead? Shh. Okay. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Did I die? <laughs> I think you ate Sarah. Oh. <laughs> but that's kind of that's kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, not not for Sarah. Not no. for Sarah. Because Sarah was just gone one day. But I had you guys for like six, seven years. Now, why did you get Dana two frogs? Because she knows me. It made me so happy. It's weird. I've done this before, too. I gave someone a cat. (laughs) (laughs) And she, I think she had mentioned like, oh, maybe I'll get a cat or something. Because I'm going to be living by myself in San Francisco. And I was like, well, that's, I guess that Merry Christmas. Yeah. And like, what if she was like. No, oh, so she still has this cat. No, okay. Did she eat it? <laughs> she ate it. She ate it. <laughs> no, she eventually had to move into a place like years later that didn't allow pets, and so she so she abandoned she the cat. No, that you she gave, gave her. it to a family that was like okay. really like had its eyes on the okay. cat. Oh, so so the cat was very happy. Yeah. So you're gonna keep? I? I don't know because it sounds like it's you haven't. <laughs> Like, yeah. But I will say you were respectful and you talked to Dan Tipton about it. Oh, first. okay. Yeah. That sounds like something I might have done, but yeah. I'm happy I did. <laughs> oh Again, gosh. memory's gone. He wasn't living in town. What was it going to hurt him? I'm he the did. one that needed love. Yeah, you needed true. frogs. Yeah. You did. I was broken bones, literally. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. We know that. Jillian true. also is one of the people that when I broke my arm, which we've talked about. Yep. Um, she, her and Sarah Baker were the two that helped me walk to the bathroom over the weekend yes. and were gagging cause my bones were oh. rubbing again. Like, oh my gosh. And I remember 
were we like taking um, lotion on your hands and like getting yes. your ring? Didn't you have Trying a ring to get on my ring off? Yeah. Because everything was so swollen. Oh my gosh. Well, I've also, you are close. You have a crazy grandma like Dana does. I did. Okay. She's passed away. Okay, gotcha. Much Way like, to bring that much up. Much like Sorry, Jillian and Sarah, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> you guys. No, but she was amazing. Okay. I mean, first woman to ever be behind the front desk of a Las Vegas casino. She was always And what did you call her? Nana. Nana. And because she has a Neva, and there is a section of the show where we apologize to Dana's grandma. So I do want to, it's called Neva's Corner. So we would like to include your grandma. And maybe we won't need to. I mean, it's possible that we won't say anything anything. upsetting to anybody. Oh, Um, if we've said something upsetting during the show. Then later we apologize to Dana's grandma. Oh, my Nana doesn't care. Oh, okay. She'll be like, she's in leather pants up in heaven. Oh, Oh, boobs. Yes. Yeah. Dyed red hair. Just smooth. Did she get fake boobs as a grandma? (laughs) She did, I think. Yeah, like an older life fake boobage. Yeah, can't stand it. Just working it. Who has plastic surgery? Do you have any plastic surgery? Have you done Botox? No, nobody here has. I haven't done Botox yet. I keep thinking like, now's the time no it's not do i don't I freeze my eggs and then they no. shoot up my head <laughs> with, with, with said eggs no i don't know how what anything if you works. had babies out of your pores <laughs> <laughs> right now the listeners are like "Ooh, Ooh. we should stop hey, when's your birthday <laughs> you're a taurus i am when's your birthday april 25th okay so it already happened yeah, yeah. happy belated thank taurus you taurus is one of my um most compatible oh it is mm-hmm. yeah do you have a lot of I have a lot Tor- of Taurus. 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 in my life. My my childhood best friend is a Taurus. Oh. My oh. college roommate was a Taurus. Oh. I have a lot of Pisces in my life. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. What What is everyone? Yeah, they're swimmers. <laughs> Just tell me again. Capricorn. 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 Got it. I'm a Leo. She's a, a Virgo. Virgo. Okay. But what's weird about us is that my mom has the same birthday as Dana. Same day. Same Whoa. day. And Dana's mom is a Leo. She's a Leo. So we are like dysfunctional to the max. Yeah. So this podcast was in the stars. It definitely probably was. Dana, it was. I mean, people ask us all that. We just shot something the other day because we occasionally do these videos for Awestruck. And yeah. Like, we're so different. Oh, I've seen your videos. They're so funny. Oh, thanks, Aww, Jillian. That's really just, nice. Like, I like, it'll be telling a story, and then someone will get very yeah. angry, and it makes me laugh every <laughs> single time. I'm like, yeah. yes, girl. Yeah. Yes. Like, watching Cuba. But we're so different. We're like, we don't know how we're friends. It's really weird. <laughs> that's that's friendship, though, I feel yeah. like. Exactly. A lot of Maybe. times. Yeah. Like, sometimes you're like, oh, definitely, I should be friends with that person. Like, right. it's meant to be. And then other times you're just like, I don't what? know how it happened. Well, we okay. still, yeah. we didn't. Light well, Dana doesn't. Rem- I told you I already am a stalker, and so I do remember faces and stuff. And I remembered meeting Dana. No, no, but you didn't remember. You can't say that I didn't remember meeting you. <laughs> I, in fact, did remember. You can't take that and away then from you. Her. Yeah, and then you. Oh, and then you said I just started stalking you, but she allowed it. Yeah, she um, just started calling me every morning at eight. As a matter of fact, do you know Amanda Blake Davis? Do you know who that is? It doesn't matter. Mm. Dana and my friend Amanda and I, we all went out when I was pregnant. We like, and apparently at one point I left the lunch to go to the bathroom, and Dana and Amanda were both like, "So how do you know Allison?" Yeah, thinking both had like one of them must have had like, "Oh, I've known her a really long time." And both of them were like, no, she, "She just started calling me." <laughs> Do not give Allison your phone number, Jillian. Some of my favorite people are the are Stalkers. stalker friends. Yeah, a hundred percent. Are you from say, Chicago? Yeah, yeah. Are all your stalker Allison. friends from Chicago? Allison, Allison. Allison. Mm-hmm. 
I went to the bathroom uh-huh. with Allison, and then Alan called. Do you know that I had an audition the other day? Wasn't an audition or a table? A I table don't read or something. All I was, was I was speak. getting code red texts. I was while like, you've got to record this in a Boston accent because she also lived in Boston, oh. so she's got this weird Chicago Boston thing going on. Nope, and it's I was not like, weird. It's literally just my it's voice. Super but weird. Anyway. I have to do an Alabama accent for a movie. What's oh. leaving, that? The one I'm leaving for on Monday. Yeah, and I'm like. No, you'll be Hope able I to. got it. Yeah, you will. Well, wait a minute. When we get to our questions, yeah. I'm going to need you to read one of them in an Alabama accent. Oh, because I didn't Fisher. know. Does Alabama do- have like a specific accent? Well, there's certain things like um, it for the most part, it just sounds kind of southern. southern, just it's a southern, little bit. But, but, think- but they'll say like pen instead uh, of like pen. Oh, oh, like, yeah. Grab me the that? pen. It's like grab me the pen. pen. Oh, or, or like if you need to go anywhere. Yeah, I say I'd say that. Well, you're from but the deep south, no, so that makes sense. I'm from the Midwest. <laughs> oh, Alabama, they also have a little bit more of a drawl. Yeah, there's a drawl. Well, how do you know that? Have. But then I had to record a Boston accent for you. Because I don't know anything about like the yeah, East Coast. Like hat is like hat. Yeah, like it's like kind of drags like hat. Yeah, like it like drags a little bit. Yeah, I don't know. I might be doing this totally wrong. I had one session with a lady. Oh, I don't pretend to even know where Alabama is. So I think you're doing amazing. Talking in an Alabama accent. The whole movie is improvised, so I couldn't record like my lines and then learn them with an Alabama accent. But the other people you'll do scenes with are they talking? There's one other person in the movie that has an Alabama accent. Because that's what I think is so hard is when you're the only one doing. Yes, yes. Most of my scenes are with Michaela Watkins, and she's not going to have an accent. So I'm like, I'm going to constantly be like, "Hey, can you hand me that?" And then I'm like, "Oh, that." (laughs) Oh, yeah. yeah, that's hard. I don't Oof. know. And well, it makes you focus on yourself. Like, oh, yeah. Bleh. I'll be in my head. A hundred. How a fun is hundred. that with Michaela? Yeah. It's all so, are you, so you're going to Alabama. <gasps> yes. How long are you going to be there? Two weeks. Okay. The whole thing okay. is shot all in two over weeks because it's improvised. That's so you're like, amazing. I'm dying. Yeah, I'm so jealous. It's like very silly and fun so dreamy how fun would that be and you can go to haunted plantations are you okay that's all i want to do that's are you serious that's all i ever want to do do you we, go we to haunted places spooky things yeah you like scary stuff yeah oh, the two of us could watch ghost things oh, all day no, thank day. you ma'am yeah no all day long thank you i love it okay I mean, one of our t-shirts, one of our t-shirts is about murder. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So let's get into these t-shirts. So, um, sometimes when people are on the show, if I don't know them, I stalk them. So I am deep into the world of neon, Witch. I am living in it. So, and it's amazing because you didn't know much about this show before Dana asked you to be on it. And so our whole show is about therapy. And so it. you have these t-shirts that sort of celebrate or destigmatize these, like you have this real, I mean, several things. First of all, I want everybody to go to the website. It's called neonwitch.com. Thirdly, I don't know what number I'm on. Everybody <laughs> that listens to the show knows that I'm obsessed with coupons. I'm obsessed with coupons. I'm obsessed mm-hmm. with getting deals. And so anybody that wants to go there and get a t-shirt, I We've already ruined the surprise, but I'm buying one for me and Dana, whatever. Um, (laughs) The promo code is AWP20. So that's 20% off. As everybody also knows, I'm obsessed with everybody's finances and I want them to make smart decisions. 20% off is a significant amount. Yeah, the entire order, I believe, right? Who's to say? Yeah, I think it is. I mean, that's amazing so and these t-shirts are not these are not like 100 hundred dollar los angeles t-shirts these are very reasonably priced t-shirts and so there's like these beautiful like so we're gonna put some on our instagram like it's like a sunset but then it says like depression yeah and then and some of them are just kind of 
fun and cool like there was one that we were thinking of for Dana that says like murder shows in the background <laughs> it's on the TV one it's on the TV sellers yeah. because most women I know fall Love asleep to crime to murder shows yep no yeah whether it's law and order or um oh I just discovered <laughs> I just discovered that you can listen to 48 hours as a podcast what so What's like hours? when I laid what what Oh my God, Allison! Do you guys want me to go? Yes. What's forty-eight hours? Or at least TV, take a bathroom the, break. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the TV show that's like follows murder stories. It's all of them. Listen, my mom okay. brought me into this. Well, she literally brought me into this world, but <laughs> yes, but the murder world yes. as well. Like she watches like Wives with Knives. Yeah, that's no. a show. No, there's a lot of there's Snapped. Yeah. She's told me about Snapped. Uh, yeah. So Snapped. Dana does this actually with my husband. Mothers I'm not into murder. Killers. I don't want to watch The Wizard oh. of Oz. I don't want to watch scary the movies. The Wizard of Oz? Where did Wait, that come from? First of all, <laughs> just so we're clear, like anything that's like Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, Wizard of Oz is scarier scary. than any murder No, show. Wizard of Oz is the scariest movie that's ever been written. <laughs> Do you want to watch Alice in, in Wonderland no. today? No, no, I don't. I, I don't want to have Terrifying. a heart attack and die. Thank you. Okay, <laughs> okay. So you, we're there, yeah. but then even in addition to that, with any murder, no, thank you. Oh my God, oh. Jillian will hop into like a truck full of hay bales and go through the woods. Oh and no, people scream at her. Oh, no. hundred. Like the month <laughs> of Halloween, I also known to most people as October. Sure, um, but to me, it's the month of Halloween. No. It's just. How much you go, can I be scared? Because yeah. Ryan always goes to like the Hollywood Horror I'm, Night. Oh, you yeah. do that? Yeah. Yes. No. Okay, great. I haven't been no, scary far. But okay. You haven't no. been? No, because when you guys started doing all of that was right when I had a baby. Mm. Well, guess what? You're going to ditch your kid. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And come with us now. Yeah. yeah. I can. You're, you're coming this year. I love that stuff. I love it. I love that you guys love it. So I also what, love. Yes. Sorry. No, Allison. keep going, Dana. I want to hear more things. Don't let you this love. plan go away. I, I really <laughs> Please, want you to reach out to me to. so we can go get scared as adults. Yes, I love it. Okay. And I bring like my that. husband. So if my husband's the same way, Robbie and I go. So scary they go do scary things. Yes. That's cute. Yeah, I can't deal with that. No, we went and you. saw it together. It. Yeah. I saw that four times. Wow. You did. Yeah. You know, I did a film with. Bill Skarsgård. You did? Yeah. Handsome. He's very handsome. Handsome. Very nice. Hi, I'm still here. Oh, sorry. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) No, so uh, you you may not know this, but like on the show, I've talked a lot lately about how this has been my year of vulnerability. Yes. Mm. And so I've I've talked a lot about like dealing with depression and anxiety. Um, Well, I have anxiety. Yeah. Not like I do. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. No, no, no. I'm saying you handle it better. Like Joanne knows this. I puke on myself in the car. Like I get worked up. And and I would say, I really think maybe you're one of the first people I met that I was really open with that about because I knew. that's so beautiful. I'm happy. Yeah. Because I, we, we knew like you struggle sometimes with crowds and like depending on where you are mentally, you know what I mean? Like sure. it, it happens. And so I feel like, um, you're the per- first person that I opened up to about that kind of stuff. And I've grown so much in that time. And so that's why I love your t-shirts too. Like I don't need to be ashamed. Nobody needs to be ashamed that we struggle. Totally. You know? No one. Yeah. And so what compelled you to launch into this? Because I know there's a lot of different t-shirts on there. And so have you had a history with depression? Have you had a history with anxiety? Has it been all of them? It's, like what made I mean, this your passion? I mean, I've mostly struggled with anxiety 
anxiety, panic attacks. Mm-hmm. I, that started when I was 17. I was in high school and I was like, I'm dying. Mm-hmm. I am physically about to die. I, it was so scary. Mm-hmm. And after I, I, you know, got some medication and figured out what it was and sort of treated treated it as best I could Mm -hmm. I started talking to other kids in my school and figuring out that other people had it and didn't know how to deal with it and the more we talk about it the more it makes it I don't know easier we feel like totally not we're not alone right and so I sort of was like I I have always loved being sort of like fun with what I'm wearing. I don't know if you've seen my shoes today, ladies, but oh, oh yeah. yes, girl. There's a lot going on. I bought these you at Caesar's had... Palace. Sure. <laughs> sure. We'll take a picture of yeah. you, you, you also came with a fanny pack with jewels on it. I did. Yeah. I, I there's a it. lot there's a lot happening, but I think it's 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 fun to have fun with fashion. Sure. And so um when it came to talking about things that um I've struggled with or people in my family have struggled with, I was like, why not just own it? And be able to go into a situation and be like, yeah, I have panic attacks, but yeah. I'm like wearing a shirt totally. with a little heart made out of pills that I says panic attacks yes. that are like, yeah. like jazzy and like a fun 80s shirt. It's so. super cute. I yeah. love it and so much. And the airbrushed ones. Oh, the airbrushed ones are so <sighs> much fun. Yeah, I'm going to get the depression get one. I love it. And we've talked before that I, when I first got sober, so I'm sober, I don't drink anymore, but I used to, alcoholism. Oh, which I was saying that I wanted to get an alcoholic shirt. But um, <laughs> Oh, right. You told me that yes because i'm alcoholic and i'm fine with it i've had people reach out we've had people reach out to us um my sister and i started this company and a lot of them will be like oh will you do one for me and we want to but then it's also like i've never experienced it totally it's not hate for it yeah you know you probably will i'm sure you will i don't know i mean yeah People are angry nowadays, but a lot. Totally, of it's hard yeah. to say. So, <laughs> well, and that's the thing is, it's if, if you, it's something you've experienced, you want to own that. If right. it's something that you haven't experienced, you're like, I can't own the thing I've never experienced. But, but I would love sure. to help other people out. It's just sure. I don't know if that will come back in a way that will. Haunt well, us inevitably, that maybe you know, and I think. I was thinking about too, you know, because like I'm a parent, like rolling my kid into daycare with my depression T-shirt. <laughs> like, hey, well, we have a shirt that says "Overwhelmed." Yes, pretty cursive. Yes, on the side too. And I love the, it. They're all it's super great, days. and I love. You know, we talk so much on this show about. So I was saying that I had, you know, I lived in Chicago at the time and I would go down to the subway. I would have a total panic attack. I would have to lay on the bench like during rush hour traffic because it just wasn't going to go away or I'd fall over on the street. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I and and I think the thing for me about panic attacks is like I didn't know that that was unusual. I didn't know what that was, you Mm know. Um, And so I think the more that we can talk about and, you know, Dana and I are always in overly honest on the show about all the things that we're dealing with. And there's been so many moments too. you know, we started this like comedy podcast until we got to a part one day where like we were both crying because of a question that somebody wrote or we were, you know, somebody wrote a question and we realized we were being really honest. And then we were crying, you know, that we have been accidentally, I guess, vulnerable on this show. And mm-hmm. then the listeners have just met us there the whole time. Yeah. So I know that everybody's going to love these t-shirts. Again, that promo code is AWP20. Um, if you have a question or a problem and you want us to solve it, you never know who's going to be answering. Like Jelaine Bell Jillian may roll Bell. in and she may have a solution for you. You can email us at absoluteworstpodcast at gmail.com or you can reach us through our website, absoluteworstpodcast.com and just click on the little contact section there. We're on social media. You can send us direct messages on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. 
Whatever. Okay, let's let's read some questions. Um, Jillian, I know that you said you had one at at some point, too. So we want to get to that, too. But let's just get into um, you being a therapist for just a second. This is fake name introvert in the corner. Mm. Help. I'm a prisoner in my own home. Hi, Dana and Allison and Jillian. Since she became since she came up with the post, she goes, hi, Dana and Allison. Since she came up with the podcast idea, I feel her name should be first. <laughs> Thank God somebody knows. <laughs> <laughs> Love you guys. But help, me and my be- boyfriend of four plus years just bought our first home. Sorry, the market's better here, Allison, because I always complain that I live in an apartment. Oh, man. Um, sorry, the market's better here, Allison. Ha, Spokane, Washington. I work a full-time Monday through Friday job and I'm very much an introvert. So come the weekend, I just want to wake up slowly, enjoy a peaceful morning on my couch with my dogs drinking my coffee and my creamer but my boyfriend's friends are always here and my guy sleeps in so I'm awkwardly forced to hang in a random chair that I'm in at this very moment as they all sleep wait as what they, as they're they, they're all sleeping as they are right now and my dog in a kennel why is your dog in a kennel oh like the cage in the house yeah and some okay. doggies have to sleep in their right night or they'll poop in the living room right or sometimes before you get up to walk them wow <laughs> we're dealing you got a new puppy yeah we're dealing right now when <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) his friends wake up they drink my coffee and complain about my creamer choice and play video games all day taking up the whole couch if and when they leave sunday i finally have a minute with my boyfriend but then we meaning i then have all the chores to do i'm so fed up i've tried time and time again telling him let's just have a weekend just us Mm -hmm. but nope at least one of his friends is always over because he needs to work on his car or he just drunkenly came over my guy is too nice to put his foot down with them even the other day he had the audacity to mention that one of my friends stayed over once in a blue moon so i quickly reinformed him reinformed him that she leaves when i get up he doesn't have to sit awkwardly in the living room with her and have coffee like i do every weekend with his bum friend please help or at least discuss with some of your amazing stories to help me feel a little better about this insanely annoying weekend ritual thanks love you both bye Bye. yeah no unacceptable so i have some questions i'm like so you either both because they bought this house yeah i'm like so you're like the video game thing, I'm like, so you're 24 and you bought this house. Like, how so, old are you? I know. Yeah, I really want to know the age of I know. People. I don't think most adults want to spend the night somewhere that's not their home and then wake up and just bummily hang out all day playing video games. But I don't understand. Is, is property that cheap in Spokane that like 17 year olds are buying houses? <laughs> but I just want to know. I'm trying to use like the context clues to figure out how these young people. You know what? It might be that thing, too, of, like, if they're the first people of their friends to get right. to the house. Yeah. So that everybody's sort of like, oh, I drank too much. Is it okay if right. I crash? It is, right? Because you have a house. No, but then why not. haven't they gotten married? Why did she buy this house with her boyfriend? Like, I have a Maybe lot of questions. Maybe she doesn't want to get doesn't, married. They don't have to get married to have a house together. But there does have to be some talk about respect of her privacy right of her space right house rules house House rules rules. yeah Yeah. i love that because it's unacceptable he wouldn't like it if he had to wake up well it sounds like he doesn't like it it happened one time and he was very upset it seems i mean if i were her she said that he has a hard time talking to his friends maybe so i think maybe i would say just use me and just say to your friends like yeah what's her fake name introvert introvert in the corner just say you know introvert in the corner really (laughs) is busy during the week and wants some downtime on the weekends and it's just uncomfortable i don't 
don't even think why does he have to blame her because then that sets no, the just, standard of like your fucking old lady's such a bad you're man. right but i'm saying i would be willing to even do that like if he can't grow some balls or get them but, out of his snap purse then then she can do it like no. whatever the case may be she needs her space and that's yeah. okay oh for sure it's okay i mean and i definitely think she needs to talk to him and just be like people always get mad when we're like oh you need to like talk to your partner they're like mm, that's not gonna work right you know, but, right. but what's I, the other option <laughs> right but it is i mean it, it is the thing where you just have to in a kind and loving way not like in a fucking like fuck your video game right. my career. but in a nice way to just say like hey i feel like we never get to spend time together on the weekends you know it's kind of my time too to i love that you're able to get some extra sleep on the weekends but when i wake up and there's all these people here i don't kind of get to have my time right and and then ease into the weekend with our time and i totally get if once in a while blah blah blah. but it's to the point where to, to just make it more about like i want to spend more time with you and live in this home together with you mm-hmm without constantly you know these are like buffers it's like i never get to see you because there's always these people here so that's the adult way of going about it i'm gonna do the childish way yes so um girl in the corner who's an introvert in the chair i can't remember the name (laughs) no that's literally her name but that's her name she made that like five times it was it was longer (laughs) yeah Uh, i made it longer but you know you wake up and you you put on Troop Beverly Hills as loud as you possibly can <laughs> in the family room, uh-huh. and you do the Freddy. You know what I mean? What's like, the Freddy? Oh, it's in Troop Beverly Hills. It's do the Freddy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah yes. And you just you just really make it a, an environment that no man would ever want to be in. It is true. If you start working out, you'll get you'll lose tons of weight. You'll wake up in the morning. You'll start your yoga or do whatever like very loud like. Uh, you know, meditations, and then everybody will be annoyed. Oh, just do meditation in the middle of the room. <laughs> yeah, that's just so make funny. them so uncomfortable they have to leave. Go get crystal bowls and do sound baths. <laughs> just do a sound bath and be like cleaning out all the chakras for yes. everyone in the room. No one will stay. No. Yes. Just so we're clear, like I'm not trying to call you out, Jillian. No. Jillian, unlike me, not a licensed professional therapist. <laughs> I, her answer honestly sounds like some of the advice you've given to people. You know what? Dana, I give really good advice. Allison I, one time told one of our listeners to break into her mother-in-law's house and steal her perfume so she didn't have to smell it anymore. To be fair, I think they lived next door to each other or something. That, so it wasn't so super. Like barely breaking in, right? No, I actually am with you with your idea, though. It's like, I, I think I'm all about communication you and have talking to. to your partner yeah. and saying this isn't the life that that i imagined and it's clearly causing tension because he felt defensive enough to say well your friend spent the night right you know and and it's i would say to her like if when she brings it up to him to talk to him like some stuff like that may come up and realize that it's just because this is a tense situation yeah. and try yeah. not to get defensive back or totally you're not solve anything yeah and to just say you know what you're right like We've spent a lot of money on this property, even though it's, I, I don't even know if that's true. I don't pretend to know how much house so hung up, Oh my gosh. So hung up on oh it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but to say like, you know, this doesn't, we worked really hard to get this space and it's starting to feel like it's not our space. Yeah. So what can we do? Share their lives together. Yeah. They have five other bums i'm dying to know how old you are because what like what would happen if she was like oh no he's 43 and i'm 48 you'd be like what is happening (laughs) right like and if you're not 24 i mean we just we need to talk because like what video games do they play is it like 
I just want her to have the conversation with him. And if he doesn't speak to her in a respectful manner, yeah. maybe get out. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't You're know. You're saying break up. You, it's not well, that easy. If you own a house together. I'm not saying break up. I'm just saying like. Why is this? Why does it's this continue to happen? Well, and if you're it's an a introvert, moment for sure. Well, like, and it's also if we have no idea too from her place. Has she not been communicating this? She already said she's an introvert. Right. I can't imagine she's real like conflict. You know, like real excited to have like a conflict with somebody. But if you're with someone who's an introvert, you you know to check in every once right. in a while. He should know to maybe. Check in. Yeah. But also, guys are dumb. Dumb. Sure. And. Well, I mean, so not many things, guys. right? Like, we don't guys. know the star at the bottom of this. Not <laughs> all guys. Asterisk. <laughs> um, yeah, we don't know what their dynamic is. So we're just going to work under the... And that always happens when we get these emails. We're like, we have so many questions. But what we want to start with is, have you in a kind and loving way brought to, to him that you're not particularly comfortable in your living environment and you would love for that to be a thing? Yeah, that needs or at to the happen. very least, if it's going to be like, yo, yeah. we're all going to have a fucking circle jerk here tomorrow. Just give me like a heads up. Do you know so what I mean? I it's leave. like, everybody wants to go to a <laughs> so circle. I can bring towels. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay, this is fake name No Kitty It. Ooh, love that. No what? No Kitty It. Oh. Okay. No Kid It. Okay. Okay. Like, no Idiot. Oh. Is everybody okay? Kitty It. I, I, I mean, you're I was looking at kid it. <laughs> yet. Like, no, no oh, Kitty It. Okay. No. Okay, I need I'm everybody to pass around the fake name. Okay. No, no ki- Kitty It. <laughs> it seems like <laughs> it got really clear for you. <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah okay, yeah, great, yeah. great. Great, 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 great. No kitty yet. Sarah, are you just texting your friends? Like, what I'm is happening? I'm writing in my notebook. <laughs> <laughs> I can't just send your check. <laughs> oh, my God. This is the first time Sarah's quitting up. I'm fired. You can't quit. <laughs> No kitty yet. Recently, my husband and I have been talking about having kids. We are really excited about it and plan to start trying soon. The problem is all our friends with kids like to tell us how hard it is to have kids and joke, isn't this great birth control? When their kid spits up or poops or acts up, they are constantly saying, aren't you glad you don't have kids? They say this in jest, but still, come on. I am thankful for the brutal honesty, but as someone who wants kids, I just want to hear the upside every now and then. I am well aware that kids take up a lot of time and require sacrifices. And I know my friends probably have my best interest in mind and want to give me a realistic view of what parenting requires, but it's too much. And maybe I'm just a no kitty it, but I, it would be nice if someone for once said specifically what they loved about parenting other than, but it can be rewarding sometimes. That's so vague. I know you both are moms, so please tell me what you love about being a parent so we can balance Aww. the scales. Elison and Dana, please help. Elison. <laughs> I I oh, I have some things to say. What? I hope this doesn't come off as harsh. Oh. <laughs> um, I think that parents get chastised a lot oh. by people without children oh. about talking too much about their kids' accomplishments, about posting too many pictures oh. of their kids, about asking someone if they want to have kids. Uh-huh. And it's like, no, so then Part of us like dealing with the stress of being a parent is making jokes about it and being like, man, nah, she pooped in my mouth, you know, uh-huh. like whatever. So we're, I just would like to say, maybe take yourself out of the center of the picture for a minute uh-huh. and realize these parents are just kind of like trying to funnily d- also deal with their own stress uh-huh. and that it's not meant to discourage her. Right. And then I would say, um, if you want to know what the good things are, ask 
because mm-hmm. I don't feel safe talking about how amazing it is to be with my kid mm-hmm. because I don't know what somebody's personal situation mm. is. I don't know if they want kids and their husband doesn't right. or vice versa. I don't know if they want kids. I think that's and they lovely, by the way. Mm-hmm. Them, I know, you know? A, a few people that are like trying and they're like, it is so hard because people are constantly like asking about it, asking, asking. about right. it or like, or like, oh God, it's the best. Normally it's... it's in my experience, not for me, but uh, my friends, it's the opposite of this, where they're only talking about the, the greatest. Yeah. Mm. And so that's an interesting thing. Like, well, I wonder- and I usually try to put questions in knowing what guests that we're going to have. And I specifically did this to give both perspectives of mm. like people with kids, people without kids. You know, and I think I I didn't think that what you said was all as controversial as I as you sort of like um I just don't want her to think that I'm being mean to her like yeah but if she wants to know I think she, I think she should ask first of all she just did I think she wants to specifically know from you yeah yeah like what do you like about being a mom oh gosh <laughs> there's so many things there's so many bad things too of mm-hmm. course as always but the the wonderful things I think are um just watching him grow into who he is mm-hmm. as a person and um the unconditional love that I feel for him. Like mm-hmm. I can't promise he's always going to love me, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, but I do know that I'll always love him. It was a life changer. You know, I, I, I think we've talked on the show before about when he came so early right? and I was yeah. so mad that they sent me a therapist because I was like, no, I still have a few weeks. I still have my time to lay right. on the couch and watch murder shows and I'm not ready yet. <laughs> and I wasn't this person that was aching to have a kid. Right. Like it's a good thing I got pregnant right away or I may have backed out, you know? And so, um, but once he was born, like there was not anything ever I could imagine in my life that would be more important than mm-hmm. him. his successes, his failures, his dreams, everything I feel almost more personally than I do anything I go through or my husband or my family. Mm-hmm. Like he is everything to right. me. Mm-hmm. Everything. Well, and I, I so, I think it's so interesting because I think it's, she's bringing up all these things and I, and I agree with you, right? That it's probably the defense mechanism of the parents of like, Oh, this is so crazy. Right. Like who wants to have kids? It's so dumb. Like yeah. that they're sort of downplaying it. But I, but just like Jillian was saying, coming from the perspective of people, I think, Like, I guess I want to kind of talk about, like, how do we kind of undo all of that, right? Because Mm -hmm. we can't always be super sensitive to every experience that everybody in our path has ever had. And maybe we have become a little, you know, like, because it's almost like a little more in the forefront, right? You can kind of just because you look and you're like, oh, that person is getting married. That person is married now. That person might want to have kids now. Like, you can start to make these assumptions based on what you see. And so you start to edit yourself based on that. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, I'm not going to talk about kids because they don't have kids. I'm not sure if they want to, so I won't talk about mine. That person, I know that they're single. I won't talk about my relationship because maybe they don't want to be single, but maybe... Do you know what I mean? Like, it just adds a whole layer. And I feel like relationships and children is one of the ones that's visible. Mm -hmm. But, like, what about all the other stuff that you can't see that you're probably offending them with anyway? Do you know what I mean? Like parents you know we don't always like know who's like are people divorced do people have parents that passed away like how do we like deal with any of that too it's like Mm -hmm. when do we stop like kind of there's no right or wrong way to deal with any of these issues right and so we're constantly 
judging ourselves or judging other people because they're not, no one is in anyone else's experience. Right. We're in our own experience a hundred percent of the time. Right. All we see, it's all we know. Mm -hmm. When someone says something to us, we don't first think, oh, I wonder if they're going through something. Right. We think what's wrong with me because they just said that to me. Right. (laughs) Right. Right. Which would help us so much more if we (laughs) could just do that every once in a while. Right. but it's difficult. Yeah. Cause, and I think self-deprecation is sort of a go-to in society right now. Sure. Like, I don't want to be a braggart. I don't want to make somebody feel bad. And this is kind of funny. Like we've talked before. I, and I still do sometimes, but I'm really trying not to, I say I'm a self-loathing narcissist, Mm -hmm. you know, but I think that that kind of attitude is pervasive in society today. And so people are often afraid to be like, my life is wonderful because Mm -hmm. on social media, when I see people that can't shut up about how wonderful their life is, sometimes I'm like, I'm going to have to block you for a minute. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Right. But it it is, we are in such a, you know, and and just to kind of speak to this woman's question, right? Like, listen, if you want to have kids, have kids. If you Mm -hmm. don't want to have kids, don't have kids. You certainly can't make those decisions based on what the people around you are doing, Mm -hmm. right? Like you can't make it based on, well, my friends are kind of saying it's terrible. So maybe I shouldn't do it. It's like, You can't, you know, test the room to determine what you want to do. You're either going to have a kid or you're not, you know, and that's the matter is it's going to be horrible and wonderful totally and amazing it's gonna be the worst yeah. thing and, and the best worst. thing that's ever happened yes it's gonna, yeah, be it's gonna rock your things. world and then it's gonna be your biggest gift you yeah. know but i do think with social media we have such a window it's like we all kind of have an awareness that like social media isn't real but then we're, we're not totally able to like filter what is and what isn't and then we like know that we're not supposed to make judgments about ourselves based on what we see but some do you know oh, what it's i mean a disaster. It's, it's so a hard disaster. to navigate we're just watching this fake lives yes. yeah. all, all the time. I can't tell you the amount of time I go on Instagram and the amount of people I see where I'm just like, that woman is in a sports bra and holding two twin children yes. with yes. like long, perfect, like strawberry hair. Right. It's like, what? <laughs> what? Right. She made an acai bowl yeah. right. with overnight oats. And I'm well, just I've, like, what? I yes. put a picture on Facebook where... Or what is it called? Instagram. Instagram. I don't have an Instagram, but I use our, <laughs> I use our podcast. But I put a picture on Instagram from like here up where I look like moderately attractive. And then I did another one of just my stomach because I'm like, this is what you can't see. Yeah. You know, 100%. you don't see this in the picture. Yeah. You're like, oh, she's at a gym. She's ex-. And I was at a gym and I was exercising and I still have this gut. <laughs> and that's fine. Do you know you what I mean? Like, it's she does whatever, like you know, like, but but the point is. You know, I don't know. Like now, we're getting kind of off on a tangent, but it makes me so mad sometimes because I'm like, all you can do is compare yourself to who you used to be yeah. and who you want to be. Yeah, that's fucking it. Mm-hmm. And everything else is happening. It's great to want things. Mm-hmm. It's great to desire things. Yeah, it's great to look to people that maybe have the things that you want and be like, hey, how did you do that? Hey, wh- like, what was your, you know, whatever. And this is not at all what her fucking question was, but I just, it made me start to to think about it because, you know, the reality is those, just like Dana said, those are defense mechanisms. They didn't want to make you feel a certain kind of totally. way about what you're going to do with children. You know, no parent wants to be the like, oh, she, just like Dana said, they post too many pictures. They, they all they talk about is being a mom. It's hard. You know, these are what the, the videos Dana and I do is. We don't want to lose ourselves because we're parents, you know, but we're also parents. So what 
the fuck it's do you do with that? It's also part of it. Yeah. yeah. And so if you want to have children, fucking do it. If you don't, it's fine. And if you want to hear the good things, ask, just say, yeah, hey, I'm, what li- do you love I'm tired yeah. of listening to you complain. What's the great stuff? Totally. <laughs> Give me a good, like, what's the best? I always, there's um one of my best friends from childhood uh, lives out in Las Vegas. That's where I'm from. Mm-hmm. And I have gone out there a couple of times over the past two months and just to hang out with her kids because they're just wonderful. Mm-hmm. And they're three and four, Aww. two boys. Uh, Hudson is the older and Edison's the younger. And I get so much joy out of going through their routine mm-hmm. the whole day mm-hmm. and like putting them to bed and all the stories and the bath time and the the dance dance parties and all of it. And and at the every time I'm there, I I pull them aside and I'm like, What's your favorite thing about your mama? Oh, that's sweet. And every time it changes, but this last time was so cute because it was her birthday. And uh-huh. I said, What's your favorite thing about your mama? And Hudson, the older one, goes, I love when she kisses me. And he gave her a big kiss. And then Edison, the little one, I go, what's your favorite thing about your mama? And he goes, Auntie Jilly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. That was such a win-win. And she goes, that's my favorite answer. Like, like, kids are great. And if you decide to have them, it's going to be hard and wonderful it seems like yeah totally totally now jillian you said that you might have a question for us because as you know i'm licensed professional yes so what can we help you with okay this is what i talk about most in therapy okay and something came up in therapy recently and it is mind-blowing for me so the thing i literally have it written in my phone um this is what i deal with in therapy most i have a hard time tolerating the um i have a hard time tolerating disappointing people who i truly care about in my life Mm -hmm. like to the point where i like picture someone just sinking in a pool of just panic and um ickiness that's what happens to me if i uh forget to take out the trash oh wow it was something like i will i will be like you're horrible. Like wow. I, will, I will do that sometimes and not all the time, but mm-hmm. every once in a while it'll hit me and I'm like, to yourself, you're yes. beating mm-hmm. yourself. Yes. Uh-huh. And I went on, um, a, a, a date recently and the guy said something that blew my mind, which is really funny. I told my therapist, <laughs> I told him that that was my problem. He goes to therapy too. Mm-hmm. And he said, he said, um, Oh, so you just, if people are upset with you, you make it about you. (gasps) (laughs) No, but it was hysterical. Right, 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 right. I was like, instead of being, I was like, how dare you? And then I go, oh my God, is that what I do? And I told my therapist we couldn't stop laughing. And she goes, well, I don't think it's that black and white. Right, right. That's true. I think there's some moments where you're probably like, oh, I don't like this. Like, I don't feel mad at me. And it is that. Yeah. And then there's other times where you're like beating yourself up and you don't need to be yeah and Mm. so that's my biggest thing is what is that do you guys feel that way ever (sighs) yeah i mean i I, i've talked about this too and in my therapy like i have um this is along the same lines because i do it with people and things and stuff but i have a negative voice in my head that tells me how shitty ivanka trump My friend Vanessa coined it. It's just a perfect woman who has her shit. Like, she looks like she has her shit together. Yes, yes. And she just sits there and goes, why haven't you worked out? Yes. Mm-hmm. You could have worked out today. You could have gotten your yeah. work done. Why did you say that? Why exactly. are you so shitty? Why did you buy that dress? Like, <laughs> yeah. all these different things. And um, 
I think that your therapist is right. It's not black and white because sometimes there may be things I need, we need to look at and say like, did I, did I do something that I need to look at? But also I don't think you're making it about yourself. Yeah. I mean, I hope not. No, I think you're a very kind person and you always want to help people out. And when you can't, we can't. We yeah. can't always help people no. we, because there's got to be self-preservation and there's got to be, um, you just might be busy. It's not even about being, you know, absent or, or, or totally. keeping something away from someone that when you could actually help them. But the problem is that your brain's turning it into a weapon to beat yourself up with. Yeah. You know? Well, I have some follow-up questions because I'm obviously a therapist and, um, so where are you on people pleasing? Like, do you find yourself to be a people pleaser? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Because I, so I will, in the interest of full disclosure, that is not my problem. Like what, so, cause you were like, do you guys have that? So I want you to know that I don't Allison have that. Is not a people pleaser. But that doesn't mean that I don't, I have different problems. Do you know what I mean? Like, so we've talked so much this year about I'm, I've certainly I have so many things to say. I want to talk about people pleasing really quick before I tell you all the things that are wrong with me. And I assure you the list is long. We've um, all got them. <laughs> we do. And they're not always the same. I've all, I've talked a lot on this show about how I could stand to be, you know, more people pleasing. And instead I'm indignant and self-righteous, mm-hmm. you know, like that's my thing. But I have another friend that's going through something so similarly. Um And her thing that she realized is even when it doesn't look like it, like it all kind of came back down to the seat of, you know, you know, I can't remember what her scenario was. And we talked through it of like, okay, so you didn't take the trash out. Right. So you're in like a pit of regret. So what does it mean about you if you didn't take the trash out? Right. So like, what does that make me think? Well, I'm a terrible person and I'm I I can't show up for people and I don't care about them. Right. And so why do you care about what is that? You know that that's not true about yourself. So what are you stuck on? Oh, well, so and so will think that about me. Okay, so what does that come back to? Oh, then they won't like me. Great. And so that's like, yeah, you know, your worst case scenario is if somebody doesn't like me and so and this is what was coming up for her is everything was circling back like if this happens then what does that mean what does that mean what does that mean and it all came back to and then they won't like me Mm -hmm. you know and Mm -hmm. it was like okay so let's deal with that so they don't like you so you didn't take the trash out you've apologized Right. For, for doing that. And in the future, you're going to do your very best to keep taking the trash out. Let's now do worst case scenario. That person never speaks to you again. <laughs> right. Because you <laughs> which didn't is insane. The, which is insane. Well, right. So this is, wait, finish your. Finish. I mean, basically, that was it. Right. Is that, that we kept kind of going every different conflict she had with every different person in her life as we scaled it all back it was all coming back to and then they won't like me yeah and so it was really just about letting go of and it's a daily practice right with all of our defects we you know mine have ebbed and flowed so much over the years I've absolutely had like the self-loathing and the self and my pendulum it never just gets fixed the pendulum just swings so far to the other side that now I have a new problem which is the opposite (laughs) of the one I was trying to fix do you Uh know what I mean like and so um for her it was like okay this person's upset with me I've amended whatever needed to be amended you know like I've fixed it I've apologized I've you know whatever and now it's it was it's straight up in her daily life just letting go of first of all like I love to play worst case scenario like Mm -hmm. okay so let's work under the assumption that your boss hates you they just hate you 
are you doing your job correctly? I am. Are you this and that? Okay, so can you live in a world where you're doing absolutely everything you need to do as yeah. an employee correctly, but your boss just doesn't like you? Yeah. Are you okay? You know right, I mean? like, can you survive? Some people are like, I can't right. work in that environment. Right. Because I will never feel as a human being that I'm getting ahead. Like I will always feel pushed behind. And that's how not, she was feeling. And it was like, but now you're going to lose your livelihood. You know, totally. people aren't going to like you. We say all the time, 90% of the people I meet don't like me. <laughs> like that's there, just But the there is like a fact I like that, you. I like you. <laughs> She's a lot. I don't, no. it's like, you don't know her. I think 10%. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we, there's like this um, statistic that three percent of the people you meet in your life for no reason yeah. just aren't gonna like you. Yeah, you know, that your personalities just don't you remind match. them you of remind someone them totally. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like getting used to. But I would say the people that you deal with in your life predominantly, like they're gonna love you no matter what. I know I have really good people in my life. Yeah. But it doesn't so mean like, they're not gonna be mad at you. Totally. Right. But that's and okay, right? Here's the thing. This is what um, my therapist and I really got down to because she was like, say more, which <laughs> always means like, oh, we're getting to something. Uh-huh. Which I was like, I'm worse if someone is like, I'm very disappointed in you, uh-huh. as opposed to I'm a little disappointed. Oh, uh-huh. that's worse to me. Okay. Because it feels like when a parent will be like, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Uh-huh. Like that's what like a little disappointed. And uh-huh. it's like, it's like, I can't fix it. If you're very disappointed, I'm like, it was trash. Mm. I didn't right. take it out. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. right. let's not be a crazy person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like little is like, I could have done something. Mm. I could have fixed uh-huh. it. Mm. Like, uh-huh. so I'd be small. super interested too, because I always like to like get back to the, so like somewhere along the line, this became your defense mechanism, yes. right? Like if people like me, I'm okay. Yeah. And so then I want to go even farther back into like, why? Like why? And you don't even have to tell me, but like, if you don't want to, or if you even know it, but like, I'm always interested Mine in like, is like, not, it's not, um, it's not a worst case scenario. It's a lot of things are like, go back to how your family totally works. Right. Yes. yes. As a, as a unit, right. How they, how they work daily. Right. And my family was very much, um, everything needs to be okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, <laughs> It's so funny. I go to therapy for that, and I'm like, how horrible is that? Like, my right. my family wanted things to be good. Right. Yeah. But it is, like, one of those things where, like, then if things weren't, it's hard. It's hard. Well, it's hard to know how to handle it. Yes. Well, and it's also... you don't have practice at that. Right. You know? But yes. I will say, I've learned something recently that's been really helpful for anxiety. Mm-hmm. Please share. I read this book. I'm reading this book called 10% Happier. Mm. Have you heard of this book? Mm. No, but I like the sound of that. I refuse to read self-help. She doesn't read self-help. And I'm in a place oh, where I'm it. kind of like, I do too. Love but I'm in a place where I just read um, the subtle the subtle art of not giving a fuck. And, mm-hmm. and how in society right now, we're so obsessed with being happy. Yes. That it makes us feel bad. So I'm interested. Go ahead. Ooh, you read like the four agreements, all of that? Mm-hmm. So good. Mm -hmm. So this book is, um, uh, it's a journalist who had a panic attack on national TV, and that's how the whole book starts. And then he got assigned to do, um, to go and do stories on different religions. Uh And so he was, you know, and then gurus, and he just got really into all of this, like, self-help thing and, like, oh, I have all these problems, and now, like, I'm reading all these books that are, like, do you have this and that? Well, here's what it's called. And he's like, this is amazing, but now how do I solve it? How do I make sure I'm not having a meltdown all the time? And 
And I'm only halfway through the book, so I don't know anything yet. But but I but he has started talking about Buddhism, which I don't really know that much about. I I, I have been so into Buddhism lately. I mean, th- this yeah. so he used this uh, analogy that really helped me, which is like. I don't know if anyone out there is like me, but um, if you imagine a waterfall and the waterfall is just every idea, thought, um, feeling, emotion, everything that's coming down. Mm -hmm. Most of the time as a society, we're sort of underneath the waterfall, Mm -hmm. just pounding. Yes. Just letting every feeling or thought you have in your body control your whole day. Yeah. And if you can sort of put yourself behind the waterfall in the little cave uh-huh. and just notice these things mm-hmm. and like if things are coming up, like I'm anxious, you you sort of look at them and more go, oh, I'm that's interesting. I'm sort of feeling that way. I wonder right. if I've eaten today. Mm-hmm. Oh. Have I had enough water? Like mm-hmm. where is it coming from? What's the fear that this is related to as opposed to just like letting all, everything you're feeling control just mm-hmm. beat the shit out just of you just beat mm-hmm. the shit out of you every yeah. day yeah. and it's so my whole family we just keep being like behind the waterfall oh, I love but it. it's really it's helpful i love sarah, that write that write down. it down sarah the, the <laughs> other thing that i've heard or something that i've heard that reminds me of that same concept and i feel like you know people know and you now know like i'm sober and so i feel like i i've had to do a tremendous amount of work around there were so many things I was thinking about when you were talking because you were talking about your family dynamic, right? And so you learned this tool, everything needs to be okay. And I had a bunch of tools while I was drinking and then I got sober and it was like, oh, you just need new tools, right? you know? And so it was just like finding a different toolbox. And so over the course, it's been like 13 years now. So, you know, sometimes I only got like one new tool every three years, Mm -hmm. you know? And so I was like, okay, I have this new tool, you know? So for five years, I just had like a hammer and that was (laughs) all I had, you know? And then like, you know, 13 years in, you're like, I have like eight tools, you know? And so, but one of the things that I've always relied so much on that, and it's funny because then when you have the new tools, you don't even, I don't use the old tools anymore, you know? So it's not even a problem, but I have new problems and need new tools. But um, it, another way to sort of say what you were saying is to be where your feet are. And, and particularly mm. when I was newly sober and to deal with the panic attacks and, and all, all the things that you were talking about, you know, I've learned, I've been very sick, um, in my life and, and it was, you know, waves of, you know, fatigue and things like that. And it would always just be like, sort of like, I don't want to like Cheryl Sandberg it and say to like lean into it, but I just have to be like, hello, hello, fatigue. I see that you're here. Yes. I get, you know, because in the beginning instead it would be like, I can't exactly like, like to ride the wave of, yeah. of it of like, oh, okay, yeah. this is just happening. You know, it's like a lot of water references today, but, <laughs> but you know, to just kind of be like, okay, that's happening. But there's been so many times where I'd get overwhelmed and go like, okay, but I'm in my apartment. Okay. It seems like we're doing a podcast. I'll just do that. Okay. Right. Instead of like, what did I just do? Well, I have to pay that bill. Oh my God. Like, like, okay, where actually are you? Here's my feet. They're right. Okay, I'm just, this is where I'm yeah. at. You know? It's so helpful. It is. Yeah. And it's such a simple concept, but you're do just. You, do you meditate? So I am, I have a wavering meditation practice. Okay. And I would say that there was a while where I was like, I had such a, 
inevitably some tiny thing will fracture my schedule and it just all goes away. But I've talked before about how I'm a big action person. Like I love to take action. Like I love making charts. I love paying our bills. I love whatever. Um, but I'm more likely to take like a 90 minute yoga class to get the forced Shavasana at the end. Yeah. So I can count it as meditation than right. I am to just sit down and meditate for three minutes. Yeah. So, and I've also learned how to let up the reins on what meditation is, you know, 100%. Uh, right. Like I don't always have to be on like a blanket with like a candle, you know, no. I can't do it. I've, oh, I know we've talked a we, lot about I, it. We did a, we, I made a thing about it. Like my brain, if I sit still for more than 30 seconds, yeah, all of a sudden I'm like, oh my God, I didn't do this. Oh my God, I need to do this. Remember when you did that? How come you look so stupid? Mm. Did you know that a male frog can turn into a female frog just to keep them go like constant? Is that a true statement about yeah. frogs? Okay. <laughs> but it's like constant random Were Jillian and Sarah boys and then girls at one point? I don't like to talk about it. Okay. Mm. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's but, like, yeah. I can't calm myself in any way. My brain is constantly yelling at me and most of the time it's negative. And, right. you, and you have been told though by someone that like, Meditation doesn't mean all your thoughts go away, right? Yes. Then what the she fuck really am I hates sitting it. there for? I know. Well, it's it's. I there's like again, it's tools. There's right. like small things that I I was never great at meditation. No one is at the. Beginning. I ended up and buying then, her adult coloring books as like oh, yeah. a start. Yeah, I did that's that. fantastic. My friend Tony says that I should try um, breathing yoga. Mm-hmm. Which is just literally, she said she had a complete like soul change because of breathing yoga. 100%. She's working on it. Yeah. If anyone is upset around me, I'm like, can we, let's take five. <laughs> That's awesome. A, no, I love that. Such a hippie. I'm like, take five really like deep breaths. Like, I do that with my son. In I don't know why I can't do it with him. myself. I mean, it's, it's difficult because you're like, well, I'm doing it for people like I yeah. truly care about. And, right. like, <laughs> and then you're Not like, this do bitch. I care about myself? <laughs> right. Exactly. It's true. Yeah. And I feel like too, as, um, you know, we're all in comedy and I think one of the things about comedy is we always want to try and make people happy. Mm-hmm. So it's like innate in us to yeah. try and keep people happy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. Why don't I have the people pleaser? I, I don't think I've ever been a people pleaser. I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> you monster. Dana. But it is funny when because you know so many people have come on the show. We had um uh Cindy Walsh on the show, she the mom the from Beverly Hills nine hundred two one zero because gosh, she was yes. my first. It's a long story, but that's um, amazing. I know. But her and Dana, same thing. They were they had all the same things, and I was kind of like, I don't You're like. Ugh. I don't necessarily have that problem. I have different like sociopathic problems, <laughs> but I've not been a people pleaser. But I wonder what's the opposite of a people pleaser. Don't say something mean. Um, like what has my opposing problem been? I guess. I don't know. Sometime, strong. Yeah. You're just a strong human You're being. Really strong. <laughs> you just like don't. <laughs> I don't think that's what you it know. is. I don't think that's what I it is. No, I do matter, think that but. is what it is. I think you you sometimes have problems with um, yes, seeing things from someone else's perspective and compromising. Well, I said self-righteousness and, and yeah. indignation. and But it doesn't make you a bad person. Have I always been that way? I don't know. I don't know what, either. Uh-huh. What's your childhood <laughs> oh. in a sentence? Parents marry? Well, I mean, I, yeah. I always, feel, yeah, they are. I always feel like everything for me stems from my alcoholism. That mm. just to me is like my umbrella. What what age were you when you started drinking? 14. Okay. Um, And I stopped when I was 24. So I just had 10 good years in there. Okay. Um, what made you, you stop? Is this too personal? No. 
No. We don't, I, there's nothing. There's no not yet. I don't have okay. boundaries. Um, what made me stop? Well, it's such a long story. The shortest version okay. is that I'd always really defended my right to drink. I love alcohol. I was like in your fucking face about it. Like, fuck you. If you don't drink, you're a fucking asshole. Who's got Coke? Blah, blah, blah. Whatever. And that was my persona. And that's how who I was. I wasn't a fucking man. Maybe that's a little bit of why. I mean, mm. if you were like fucking peeing your pants in, in public, you can't really care what people think about right. you. Do you know what right. I mean? Like, <laughs> you kind of have to. And maybe that's the answer. You know, like you do uh. have to build a wall of like, listen, I probably slept with someone you know i remember being in a play yeah and the girl that i was in a it's like the only play i've ever done she introduced me she's like we had a connection she was like i'm so excited for you to meet my friend greg he's so amazing you're gonna love him and i met him and i was like oh i already slept with him <laughs> like i had met him somewhere and slept with him and yeah, yeah I've slept with i don't guy. know and, and so i was like oh i'm so sorry i slept with him and she was like how do you know him I'm like oh it's hard to say but you know, i anyway. don't know but um but then eventually, you know, through the course of several different things that that's the part that's way too long of a story for the first time ever, I was like, I'm just not going to drink as much. And then I just could not do that. You know, I just like realized that I was not able to that stop drinking on my own. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so so that's what happened. And yeah. so but that actually thank you guys, because that answers my question is like, yeah, if you're living like a debaucherous life where you're making like really unsavory daily choices and have like a very low moral compass you can't really be bothered what people think about you you're just gonna have to keep <laughs> barreling forward but in a way i somewhat envy that I know, like i'm like too. like i'm just like i always care right what's happening well but outside but of my own recognize though that then i've had to deal with other problems like hurting people's feelings which mm -hmm. i you know i've had to i've struggled with that so much because i say whatever i'm thinking and it hurts people's feelings and they get really upset with you and they don't want to talk to you anymore. And then you she's know. like, okay, sorry about it. <laughs> <laughs> I've had to learn how to like really to, you know, own whatever my thing is to the best of my ability. Yeah. I do think I, I, I wouldn't say that I'm like not compassionate, but sometimes. No, I wouldn't say you're not yeah, compassionate. But at sometimes all. it does take me. There's certain things where I'm like, but that's dumb. So I don't. Okay, I guess you're mad. It's weird. You know, like I'm not always. Right, right. You know. You don't You don't dwell on it. Yeah, I'm like, great. Okay, great. Let's move forward. Okay, yeah. cool. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. We're fine. Great. Yeah. Awesome. You know, when it gets to the like, Dana knows I don't believe in feelings when they're like, oh, but we, I feel this way. I'm like, I didn't really do that to you. You know, that's your thing. I'm sorry about it. I, it's, I don't know what to tell you. Oh so God. potentially I, I just want to sp spend like a whole weekend hanging out with you. Until Not just because I want to be your friend. Until you're like, that hurt my feelings, Allison. And she's like, I don't believe in feelings. And then you're like, well, Wait. you hurt my, I don't know. Should we order a pizza? Yeah. <laughs> Just immediately getting over it. I don't it. know. It's, you know, I've got my own We all have our things. A bag of Yeah, believe me. I also think there's, there is something good about the way that I lived my life because, and someday down the road, we can get into all my fucking trauma on this show. I've mostly spared everybody, but when you come from sort of a dark place, mm -hmm. you know, where you've got shit that's happened to you that is you know just it's shit you know mm -hmm. and i'm not saying we don't all have shit but you know i've had some big shit in my life mm -hmm. the other stuff i'm like go fuck yourself yeah, yeah. i don't give a fuck you know yeah. i just don't care mm -hmm. because it's not not that it's and that's where maybe i have to work a little harder you know because in in many ways it's like maybe um, you don't maybe you've worked hard <laughs> enough well like, yeah. i think it's a balance right it's like just because maybe i had a tumultuous past doesn't mean i can't be 
sensitive or respectful to where everybody's coming from. Mm -hmm. You know, that's not everybody's thing. Um, But at the same time, it's it's a benefit in many ways because we talk all the time about I, you know, what somebody thinks about me. If I can look at myself and be like, I did what the best I could. You know, like we've talked about the awestruck videos so much. Mm -hmm. And people's like, oh, her hair is ugly. I'm like, (laughs) like I give a fuck. Suck my dick. You know, like or you know. is that the worst thing they've said? Because you're lucky. Well, and that's what Dana always says. But I'm like, I would, I am the perfect fit for somebody to say something terrible to because I Why? promise you that it's not going to bother me. It, she doesn't care. You know, like I get, it'll spin me out for three days straight. Oh my God. And even some of the stuff that they said about us cumulatively or about the videos, yeah. like I think we, even that, you would be far more, I'm like, I mean, I remember screenshotting stuff where they, one person said, um, even if they were funny, I couldn't ever watch something so shrill. And I was like, <laughs> you know, like, oh my God. good for you. Who cares? You know, I just, I'm trying to give an example of one that you would both deem to be I bad enough. Someone but wrote I me just... on Twitter. How I can curse. A oh, lot. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Children <laughs> tune out for a moment. Someone wrote me on Twitter once and it said something like, um, you're too ugly for porn. Hmm. Um, First of I, all, not true. I Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. I think I would do okay. <laughs> and then it said something like, um, uh, maybe to lose weight, you should sexercise. Ooh, oh smart. Someone can fuck you and, and you can drop the weight that way. Right. People are... Cool. People are cool. (laughs) So even that, the first thing thing I think of when I say hear that is like, I'm, you know, like you're like, I'm making a living being artistic. Right. And, and express, you know, and hanging out and living my life, doing the exact thing that I want to do. What the fuck are you doing? You're sitting at home on your fucking Twitter telling me that I need to set like like I give a fuck See, what you're doing. But that's so good because I would be fuck like, you. Oh, oh my God, nobody wants to fuck me. I'm too ugly for porn. Let's go that's buy a lame. sheet cake. And I, I mean, I already no. want to I mean, buy a sheet cake. No, I would before probably the tweet. Eat, I would probably eat a sheet cake and El Pollo Loco. Stop it. For days. You're both stupid. <laughs> Well, I'm going to be like um, your guys's. You guys should start screenshotting me the mean things people I say. I can't read them. I can't search them out. They well, always find good. If you accidentally yeah, find one, yeah, if I one, accidentally find yeah. one, let me know, it to you. please, Great. and I will dismiss it for you. But that doesn't mean you. that people should start doing it. Now. No, please. <laughs> That's what that I always say too. Like it's not like oh, I'm you're going to get my attention now. Like no. when you write something lovely, you make my whole day. Yes. Like I seriously am. Like I send you love. I I actually wrote a woman who stood up for me. Somebody said that. I was the size of two people. I actually Jesus wrote her. Christ. What is wrong with people? See, that's funny because I saw that and I was like, I'm sitting with care. these women. Not that I didn't so care for beautiful. You. And on. they're like, and they're like nice casuals. But like they're like movie stars. Just so so know, like everyone shut up. <laughs> Just so we're clear. Just so we're super clear. Stop it. Yeah, but I was she was like, oh yeah, no, I saw that. Well, I couldn't she, have cared less. Well, and uh, I was Oh yeah, spun out. I didn't even know what it meant because she said somebody like somebody said something terrible, and I was like, "Where?" And then when she sent it to me, I had read that, and it didn't even register. I wish I had that ability. Here's the thing, though, with what we do, like I I've gotten a script before where it was like three girls, the three leads fit into the dress that you're wearing, Mm. like to make fun of you, and I was like, 
what are the three leads? I mean, like, I get it. Like, yeah. how skinny are they? Because, <laughs> yes. like, I'm not. I'm three three no, women not even possible. three adult women i was like okay yeah we've hit an all-time low hollywood yeah um i had to wear the same um outfit as oh yeah you told the story like ashley tisdale and a bunch oh, of people and tell a different one. then um they the joke in the script was um oh i guess one size really does fit all and i was like nope not super no. not happy about that no super not pleased about Who that says joke. it the, Someone says that? Yeah, Ashley was supposed to say it. Did she say and it? And she was like, I don't I don't want to say that. Oh, good. She's nice. And yeah. yeah he's she's to a me. human totally. being. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, where are these writers hiding she's out like, that are like, just say, say just say this? And I then know. they like run to crafty. Yeah. <laughs> so they don't have to face your judgmental yeah. eyes. You guys don't forget. What? Where'd you just well, I was going to say, we were going to tell Oyster a story crackers. of Jillian, but then I was just going to end as well. Oh, no, so I was, we should st- still have okay. her story. Let's hear her story. Okay. Yes. I told this on uh, Conan O'Brien. Okay. Oh, my God. If I you love have Conan. I know. Don't Conan. you I'm love so Conan? Yes. Have you That's, been on Conan? No, God, I wish. I'm not famous He like does you. this. He, no, yes. Yes, you are. But and he, he does on this. a show. When, like, in your ears. Mm. So you feel, like, good. I th- I'm sure he does it to, like, seriously every man and woman. But it's very exciting. Amazing. He was on the show that I was just talking about with Ashley Tisdale. He came on as a guest star. Really? And he came to me and he goes, oh, it looks like Thanksgiving at my house. Because <laughs> we're both redheads. That's so it. cute. Yeah. That's cute. Mm-hmm. So I told the story about... Um, it's a very embarrassing story on my part. I was at SNL for a year and yeah. I was writing and I was writing a sketch with Kristen Wiig and I was on her couch and she was typing. I don't know why I thought I could be that casual in my first year, but I was <laughs> laying on the couch while she was typing. And um, I don't remember who the host was, but once in a while you have like a random celebrity drop by that you're like, oh, that's not the host, but they're just like hanging out with everybody. Right. right. And there was a knock at the door. And Justin Timberlake walked in. Damn. <laughs> and that was like for me, like when I was 17, I'm like, oh, it's cool that I know the who the person is that I'm going to marry. Right. <laughs> like, that's so cool. Like, I feel so bad for all other girls. Right. I know who I'm going to marry. It's Justin Timberlake. Um, and so he walks in. So I immediately was like, made a noise like, huh? And then I looked at the ground and then couldn't look up. And so Kristen and him know each other and they were having a conversation. And I'm just this weird woman staring at the ground, not introducing myself, sure, not yeah. saying anything. <laughs> and so they start having a conversation about um, MacGruber because she was in that movie. Uh-huh. Right. And the posters had just come out. So she, he was like, what is that? Is that for MacGruber? And she's like, yeah. So she rolled it out and it was really cute. It's like her from behind and like tight seventies jeans. And it looks like Charlie's angels. Uh-huh. She's so adorable. She's so cute. Yes. And they're so sweet, like total friends. So they start doing like a comedy bit where they're just like, girl, look at that butt. And he's just like, check out that ass. Like they're just like making jokes about oh, no. like how cute she is. And that's when I'm like, pipe in. Oh no. <laughs> and I go, yeah, put a penis in that butt. Oh, okay. <laughs> and they both looked at me. And I think he said, what? And I go, huh. And I looked back down at the ground. <laughs> and then they started talking about um, the premiere. <laughs> so I'm over. back to now it's just staring. Yeah, it's not over. It's almost over, but it's not over. Oh, no. I'm staring at the ground, silent again. And Kristen says, 
oh, Justin, are you going to be in town on Friday? We're doing the MacGruber premiere. You should come. And he's like, I'm not. I'm going to be back in L.A., but I'm going to go see it, like, opening night. And then she's so sweet. So she goes, Jillian, are you going to be here? You, could, you should come to the premiere. And I go, oh, I'm actually going to be in L.A. And then I looked at Justin Timberlake and I go, so I guess we should go together. <laughs> and he goes, where's Keenan? Oh, out. my God. No, so, so, like, like, just doesn't know who this human being sure, is. Sure, of course. All I've said to him was put a penis in your butt. And, and I feel like do you, you want to go out with me. Right. I feel like you could have made it better by when when you said so we should definitely go just by following it up with and you can put your penis yes, in my butt. My that's what happened oh my that would have made it it sounds like you had sex with justin timberlake based on that story that's what i'm getting from that i mean the two of them couldn't have been nicer and yeah. less like but the I just was a horribly awkward, totally not you even know a human so being. So funny moment. though is like that's the person exactly who I would gravitate to. Yeah, right. like right. That, I guess that's why we're friends. Yeah. Right, I would be enamored of this weirdo. Yeah, oh, <laughs> right, hundred percent. You'd be like, sorry, what's the first did thing you, you just said to me? Say, we should put a penis in that butt. <laughs> you know you don't know me, right? <laughs> you don't know me at all. <laughs> I think because he was in a very famous boy band growing, like he he probably can recognize oh, somebody's totally. looking at the ground. Totally. Like, oh, oh no, sweetheart, she's in love with like, me. Like she's in love with right, me. Right, right. I mean, it's hard. I went to a Justin Timberlake concert with um, our friend Candace Brown. Yeah, and it was that concert. I don't remember what. I never remember the names of the tours, but he like flew over you. And oh, we, we had pretty good seats, and he was right above us. And I was like, uh, uh, like a mall rat. Like all mm-hmm. of a sudden, Candace and I, grown women, like oh, yeah. in our late thirties, going. <laughs> <laughs> like no words. It's like a zombie just, trying to get his meat. fingers chomping at his feet. Oh like, no! We lost our vibes. I'm freaking out for you in I, this. It moment. was insanity, and I also did the same thing for Beyonce. Sorry about uh, it. That makes sense. Like, I can get behind are, Beyonce. Those are two good ones. Though, yeah. To freak no, out totally. About. I saw Beyonce showed up at the lip sync show. What's that called? Lip sync battle. Oh, uh-huh. the, the Channing one. The Channing one. Yeah. yeah. Were you there with me? No. Okay. Wait, we were, you were there? At yes. The, oh, you were there. A bunch of us girls went, like Jen Smedley, Eileen, me, a bunch of us went. You oh may have been out goodness. of town. Oh, that sounds like so much fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Sorry, I feel like Allison. you guys have... <laughs> Sorry, Sarah. Well, um, it's great that you guys will be going to oh, Haunted Hayride. and so uh, People pleasers only. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Guess what? Guess what the best part is? What? I don't care. Have yeah, a great time. You don't oh. care. Have a great time. Yeah. It's fucking great. I love that you guys love things that are scary oh, and good. weird lip sync things. Oh, awesome. And weird old other people and boy bands. What are you doing? With your hands, yeah, just making it, it clearer. It looks like she's doing like puppets. Like, yeah. Like- <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Oh no, one can see me. Um, you guys, what? I want you, not you. Oh, um, I want you to go to neonwitch.com. Don't forget to use our promo code. It's A W P. 20. I'm getting a fucking depression shirt. Dana's getting a murder shirt. Yeah. Sarah, get whatever you want. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Jillian, you're a delight. 
Thank you for Thank having me. Thank you so much me. for being on the show. Let's go see so much about waterfalls. No, I'm glad. <laughs> behind them. You know what's going to happen? I'm going to text you seven times this week and be like, I'm just thinking about water. I know. Just, thank you. What's the name of the movie? The marathon. Brittany runs a marathon. Brittany runs a marathon. We're desperate out? to see it. I think I it's it's going to be one of those that takes a while. Okay. Like I've never done any of the like trying to get into festivals. Yes. It's yeah. One of those. Yes. We're hoping to get into. That's still good. Sundance. Um, I am a producer. Yeah. I I also just want to say that Jillian and her sister Brianna, who's also just an amazing human being, are like fucking powerful Hollywood women. Ah, and it's great. inspiring and wonderful. If you haven't seen everything Jillian Bell's been in, go search it out. She's hilarious. She'll make you laugh, cry. Thank you. And You're also, so you guys, great. so great. Don't go chasing waterfalls. Please stick to the rivers and the lakes. Dana, you're supposed to interrupt. It's your edit. Sarah. No, keep singing. I was is gonna Sarah. it your way on nothing at all. Jillian, but I think you're moving too fast. I love you guys so much. <laughs> I've seen a rainbow yesterday. <laughs> oh my god, she's rapping. <laughs> Bye. No more lonely skies. Bye. 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 Stupid. Shut up and sit down. Action, she says. She always says action. action. And I never know what she means or why. It's like she's so doing small, it. too. <laughs>